In this edition of Washington Capitals, your Washington Capitals take down the Winnipeg Jets by a score of 5-2. to two. Who is this team? Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked on Capitals. Your Locked on Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up or leave comments. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals make it one, two, three, four in a row as they take down the Winnipeg Jets by a score of five to two. And this is a Capitals team that is just engaged in firing on all cylinders seems like, you know, just not too long ago, I was talking about, you know, this team can't get into the wind column and what the things they have to change, whatever Brian or whatever Peter Laviolette did in his meeting that he talked about seems to be working. So we will talk about the game tonight. Then later in the show, we will talk about another great evening for Alex Ovechkin as he continues to chip away at those goals one after the other after the other. And then to close out the show, we will talk about the truly great evening for Charlie Lindgren. But just to get it going here, wow, your Capitals continue to keep winning one after the other after the other. And make no mistake about it, these are statement wins. This is a Caps team that took on and beat the first place Winnipeg Jets by a score of 5-2. to two. It was a convincing win. It was a game that saw a lot of fight and pushback from the Winnipeg Jets, but the Washington Capitals said, not tonight, Winnipeg. We're going to win this one, and they did it. And they did it by binding together as a team that was all pulling on the rope and playing together. This was a team that also saw a subtraction of one other player, Gustafson, who left practice this morning due to an injury. Um, And so another player to add to the injured list. So what did that mean? It meant that Lucas Johansson, or Johansson rather, got his opportunity to play. And, you know, what I'm talking about is, you know, for the longest time on this team, it seemed like they were cutting excuses and making all sorts of excuses on why this team isn't winning based on injury. The Capitals are finding a way to win these games now, even shorthanded and without, you know, a lot of their starters in there. So what was the biggest thing other than the win tonight for me? It saw the return of Dmitry Orloff out there, just a big player out there for the Capitals, a great two-way defenseman, and uh, just seems like everything is firing on all cylinders right now. We also learned over the weekend that Alex Alexiev got injured with kind of that uh, chicken wing move where he got hit in the head there. Just a really poor play uh, overall, I got to say. My heart goes out to Alexiev as he was recovering from a procedure that was done and already has missed a substantial amount of time. So 
we really hope and pray that Alexiev doesn't miss any more substantial time because he is another guy that is the future blue line for your Washington Capitals. So we hope that he can get back. But in any event, it was great uh, for Lucas Johansson to get some playing time out there. He played well overall, all things considered. Um, earlier in the day, it was Lucas Johansson and Dylan Mickelrath that got called up. But once Dmitry Orlov got the green light to play, then Dylan was sent back down to Hershey, but just a great game overall. And uh, again, I can't underscore enough, or I, you know, I I can't get hyped up enough. I can't get you guys hyped up enough about four wins in a row. It just seems like a few weeks ago we were talking about, you know, pending trades and what things are going to have to do. It seems for whatever reason that this Capitals team is finally out of the woods and they are trending in the right direction. That is my assessment on it. The Capitals score four goals in the second period to beat the first place Jets. Winnipeg was one of the hottest teams in the NHL, but Washington, who was also surging four wins in a row, they are seven, two, and one, and now four points out of a wild card spot. Rather, the Capitals extend their win streak to four games with victories over Winnipeg and improve to seven, two, and one in their last 10 games. Over the last 10 games, 20 of the 21 skaters that have dressed for Washington have recorded a point. Uh, the Capitals have scored a power play goal in six straight games and in nine of the last 10 games, it marks Washington's longest stretch of consecutive games with at least one power play goal since the 2012-2013 season, which was six straight games, February 3rd through 4th of 2013. The Capitals have earned 15 points in their last 10 games, which is tied for the second most points in the NHL since November 23rd. Who is this team? I mean, if this is their identity going forward, we can kind of start to scrap some of the things that we were talking about, about early exit. You know, I don't want to get ahead of myself here and say that they're going to win the division or they're going to do this, but things are going in the right direction. You know, oftentimes people will talk to me on Twitter or YouTube and they'll say, well, Dan, they won a few games. What difference does it make? These are building blocks and these are statement wins. Make no mistake about it. Last time I checked, the Kraken were in second place. I know the Winnipeg Jets are in first place. So for the Capitals, just those two games alone against formidable opponents in the Kraken and uh, to the game tonight against the Jets, those are statement wins. That is the Capitals saying that we are a team that is engaged in firing on all cylinders. And I'm taking nothing but positivity away from this weekend's games. And I'm really positive going forward as they take on the Blackhawks next on Tuesday night. It should be a great game, but just this is what I'm talking about. This is also, and I'll talk about him a little bit later, is the Capitals facing a myriad of injuries and finding a way to win. This is a Caps team that has their backup netminder in the form of Charlie Lindgren in net, and he is playing lights out. Um, you take a look at, you know, the Caps are short. Darcy Kemper, who's started a lion's share of the games this season, who has now been added to the IR, uh, by the way. So for Charlie Lindgren to step up and play like a number one netminder, to play like a guy that's been in this league forever, big ups go to Brian McClellan and Ross Mahoney and all the people that have drafted and signed goalies over the year because you take a look down from there, it's Hunter Shepard. And I have absolute faith 
And Hunter Shepard, if he's called upon, you know he's going to get a game here sooner or later. If there's a back-to-back or something like that coming up, you take a little bit, look down further down at Zach Fucale. We know what we have in Zach Fucale. Clay Stevenson, who also played big, big all down in Hershey over the weekend. So just big, big, you know, netminders. This Capitals team is stocked. And then if you even want to go down a little bit further, Garen Bjorklund, but just a, a plethora of different goalie options for this Capitals team for years to come. And, you know, people are talking about, well, you know, all these guys down in Hershey or the Sting, the ECHL affiliate there, they're never going to get their opportunity to play. We'll take a look at it. I mean, you, uh, Darcy Kemper was out, and then all of a sudden, now Charlie Lindgren is the number one. So good on the Capitals for having Charlie in this organization as he, I mean, let's give credit where credit's due. Charlie Lindgren deserves a good chunk of, you know, the praise and the accolades and, and the success for this Washington Capitals going on this winning streak here. He has been the netminder of record. And, uh, you know, it's quite a statement win if you think about it. For him to step in and do such a great job, again, you know, I'll talk a little bit about his performance a little bit later, but just my takeaway from this game is it was one team pulling on the rope. It was a team that was binding together. It was a team that was willing to stop a surging Winnipeg Jets team that had some really big pushback. Uh, there were times later in the game that, you know, it, it got a bit close, if you want me to be honest with you. And, um, for the Capitals to have that tenacity and that ability to have a pushback. Uh, that's what it's all about for me. And just a really great evening for the Capitals. And they should feel, you know, very confident going forward. You know, everyone around the organization from Brian McClellan to Peter Laviolette to his coaching staff, and everyone should feel a lot better about this team and where they sit now versus just a week or two weeks ago. Things are trending in the right direction. And me as a Caps fan and you to all the Caps fans out there that are watching and listening, you should feel confident and happy about this team going forward that, uh, you know, it's easy to take the negative road, but they picked up two big positive statement wins over the win uh, over the weekend against the Kraken and the Jets. And for me, that's an affirmation that this team um, is headed in the right direction. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about another great evening for Alex Ovechkin. We'll talk a little bit more about the game in specific, and then we'll talk about Charlie Lindgren. We'll talk about that next. At Locked On Capitals, we believe home... Home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Capital listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. One of the reasons I liked it or I used it is because I had an issue where someone broke into my home, simply safe, dispatched the police and took care of the situation. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get a higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to, to detect motion and alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to you and your home. 
Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on NHL today. That's simplysafe.com forward slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about your victorious Washington Capitals as they destroy the Jets. And that's what I'm talking about. A statement win against a tough opponent and something for everyone as a Capitals fan to feel confident about. I feel confident about it anyway, and I think that you as fans should. The Capitals are now four points out of a wild card spot. Washington has also now won four straight games. And uh, again, that was the big thing for, for me is uh, just stringing together wins. That's why the litmus test for any team is if you can string together consecutive wins. Trevor Van Riemsdyk opened the scoring with his first goal in 18 games, and he had the fourth line to think. The Protestout Hathaway trio is outstanding, generating some high danger opportunities. So good up for Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Van Riemsdyk getting involved, a blue liner that's getting production. That's what it's they're talking about, getting involved in the rush and getting involved in the scoring. And good on Trevor Van Riemsdyk for getting involved as well. Um, just taking a look at it after that, Washington went on a five-on-three power play. And after missing out on the first power play chance, the club converted on the second with a Jets uh, toward the always dangerous Alex Ovechkin. Evgeny Kuznetsov wasn't picked up front, and he didn't miss as he backhanded home his fourth of the season rights Washington hockey now. The Capitals now have power play goals in six straight games and nine of their last 10 overall. Wasn't that one of the things that Brian McClellan used as an example a couple of weekends ago about this Capitals team not getting enough power play goals it seems like whatever Peter Laviolette and, you know, the team working together, it seems like they're firing a little bit more on all cylinders and they're starting to gel. They're starting to play better as a team. Later on, Winnipeg got a four-minute power play after Lars Eller got a double minor for high sticking. Washington special teams would step up again, this time on the penalty kill as Kuznetsov got crafty and took away the puck before diving to get it to Marcus Johansson, who went on a breakaway and got a penalty shot after a slash from Josh Morrissey. Johansson made no mistake, pulling off a highlight reel move to make it three to nothing. And, you know, despite what I have said about Marcus Johansson, about, you know, why did they re-sign him and do this or that? I think it's a great move, all things considered. So whatever I said about Marcus Johansson and why did he come back, we're going to go ahead and erase that off the blackboard. I think it's just a really a great signing for him. I know he was bounced around to five different teams between the time he played for the Capitals before into present day, but he seems to have matured. And, you know, the thing about Marcus Johansson for me, of course, a good goal scorer, but he also has a high hockey IQ. He's always putting himself in a good position to score 
or to contribute in some form or fashion. And he did that again tonight. And uh, just a really, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm happy that Marcus Johansson is back on this team. He brings a lot to this team at Mark Johansson's second career SHG in his first 11 uh, in 11 years. Rather, that was also the team's first penalty shot since uh, uh, Gravoski did it on a slap shot back on December 8th, 2013 against the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. So just taking a look at it, 2013 my, and that's a name that I have not even thought of or, you know, hasn't gone through my mind in quite some time. 2013, it's been that long. I'm going to go ahead and would say that's what the story says here. So that's what it is. But that has been some time since that's happened. So good for Marcus Johansson with that kind of deke move to end up scoring, getting a goal. Um, on that penalty shot there again just the accolades go to Marcus Johansson and he should take them because just a really solid player for this team great chemistry with uh, some players that were for here before Ovechkin and at some point Backstrom just all positivity going towards uh, Marcus Johansson and in his 900th career game, Lars Eller would get on the board, burring a rebound off Anthony Mantha shot to give DC the four to nothing lead. Eller has been red hot as of late and now has points in four of his last five, five games and goals in back-to-back games. Mantha is also now on a three-game point streak. Is this is this end times? Are we talking about the end of the world here? It just seems like not too long ago, myself included, but also a lot of Washington Capitals insiders. I'm not going to name names in particular, but you know, some people that cover the organization, they were talking about, you know, a Mantha for a Brock Besser deal and how great that would be. All of a sudden you're starting to see Mantha's production kind of step in. It's kind of interesting for me. These players that, you know, kind of were just kind of not playing that great are now all of a sudden dialed in. You take a look at Anthony Mantha. I was talking about Alexei Protus. All, the, you know, a couple of players in particular that, you know, really weren't showing up on the score sheet, but now are kind of starting to make an impact. I'm very happy about it. Alexei Protus was one of the, the players I talked about. You know, does he have a role on this team? You know, if you can even think of one thing tonight is how he saved that icing by showing off his wheels. They said he was, was skating at 25 miles per hour. I'm not a skater. You know, I can skate real basically. I'm not a hockey skater that, that well. But to skate at 25 miles an hour, kind of mind-boggling if you think about it. So just to even have him on, on this team to provide a lot of the intangibles, shall we say, uh, just great on Alexi Protus and also on Anthony Mantha for finally, you know, kind of finding his way. Mantha is now on a three game point streak. So just a big evening altogether. And, you know, the biggest evening for me is Alex Ovechkin continues to keep knocking down goals one after the other. Ovi got 797. It was an empty netter. He is now four goals shy of Gordy Howe, who's second of all time. Ovechkin is on pace to score 46 goals this season. Should Ovechkin reach the 40-goal mark, it would mark his 13th career 40-goal season, passing Wayne Gretzky, who had 12 for the most in NHL history. I don't care how Alex Ovechkin has to get to his goal of, you know, passing Howe and then Wayne Gretzky. He continues to knock out those milestones one after the other. And one of the things that I want to talk about here, and I've heard about this kind of rumblings out there trying to discredit Ovi, is talking about if these empty netters should count. 
that is all BS and hogwash as far as I'm concerned. If you're going to even have a conversation about that, you're going to have a conversation about that in the offseason. You're not going to try to dim diminish or take away any of the goals because they're empty netters. We're not changing the rules on the fly here, NHL. That's not how this works. We're not going to try to take away goals from Alex Ovechkin, who's you know scored them legitimately. If the netminders, if the teams didn't want them to be empty netters, they should have kept their goalies in net. It's it's not rocket science here. So you know, even going back to that Flyers game, there was a lot of people that were up in arms because Alex Ovechkin got two empty netters. Well, keep your darn netminder in the net there, and if they're not going to be empty netters, but you know, it just gets me worked up to to see people and talk about and hear in social media that maybe those goals shouldn't count because they're empty netters that is a conversation for a different time that is a conversation for maybe in the off season well, you know we could maybe reapproach it for next season but you're not going to take away goals from Ovechkin or even talk about it. it just irritates me because they're empty netters it's not his fault they're empty netters you chose to pull your goalie so just in any event, just real positivity for Alex Ovechkin as he continues to chip away from him. I'm kind of happy they're empty netters. It's going to get him to his goal of, you know, matching Gordie Howe, then eventually Wayne Gretzky. But he continues to execute and play great hockey night after night. If you guys didn't see that game against the Kraken, a really cool, I'm kind of going on a sidebar here, but Burakovsky, former capital Burakovsky, tried to say, stop Alex Ovechkin from scoring a goal, and Ovi just blew Burakovsky over and ended up scoring. So in any event, I'm really happy with the progress, and as Caps fan, Alex Ovechkin continues to light it up night in, night out. And uh, he will do that. Our captain of your Washington Capitals and my Washington Capitals is going to be the all-time goal leader. There's a lot of people out there saying, well, he doesn't have enough in the tank. 50 goals last year, and he's on par to do it this season. So I don't want to hear any of that. I do think he's going to reach his goal, and it may happen sooner than we all think. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about the really standout performance of Charlie Lindgren. Yes, our backup netminder here in Washington is lighting it up better than some team starters. We'll talk about Chucky next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, st stats, news, and analysis. Get, get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports and podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So guys, even if you're not fans of betting, you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game like the Capitals take on the Blackhawks. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. In this final segment here, we're going to talk a little bit more on Charlie Lindgren. Yes, Charlie Lindgren, who is our backup netminder, who out of necessity has been pushed in the position of being the number one netminder in Darcy Kemper's absence. Um, Darcy Kemper, as we know, was mentioned, was added to the injured reserve list. So it there's no timetable on his return, but I have ultimate confidence in uh, Charlie Lindgren and in um, Hunter Shepard, who was lighting it up down in Hershey. So 
I just to kind of talk about Charlie Lindgren in general. After going up four to nothing, the Capitals appeared to step off the gas a bit while the Jets turned up the pressure big time through the first half of the second. Washington and dominated in shots on goal and scoring chances in Winnipeg changed that when they presented with a four to zero deficit. Head coach Peter Laviolette called out timeout to reset the uh, and get Washington back in the game after letting up a bit. Thankfully for the Capitals, Charlie Lindgren stood tall and committed highway robbery on quite a few occasions, writes Washington Hockey. Now, Washington also settled down a little bit after the timeout. Lindgren was phenomenal through and finished with 29 saves on 31 shots. That's a .935 save percentage. He has been outstanding over the stretch and has gone undefeated. Undefeated. This is our backup netminder who could probably be a starter anywhere in the league. Um, so he has been outstanding over the here. And uh, this is a Darcy Camper who remains day-to-day and is on the injured reserve. So again, you know, when we looked at this last season, in the offseason, we were talking about, you know, are they going to keep Sam Sonoff? Are they going to keep Vanacek? Well, the statement that was made by Brian McClellan was he had had enough from the both of them. He said that he ran out of time waiting for those two goalies to find their way. So what did he do? He didn't give qualifying offers to either one of them. Vanacek is doing a great job in New Jersey. Sam Sonoff and Murray are doing a, a fairly good job up in Toronto. Hats off to them. I wish them nothing but the best on their respective teams. But I, as a Capitals fan, am more than happy that it's a Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren tandem, um, as it turns out now, Hunter Shepard. But in any event, Charlie Lindgren was one of the guys in the equation, has stepped up and played admirably. This is a guy that didn't have a whole lot of NHL experience. He played with the Thunderbirds, the Blues AHL affiliate, Played very well there, had a limited stint with the Blues, played well there, but still a sample size. So for Brian McClellan and whoever else to see that, to see his potential and see that he would be a good backup for this team, hats off to them. Because, you know, to be honest with you, I was not very familiar with Charlie Lindgren before he got signed to this team. But, you know, I can sing the praises of him to no end because he has done an excellent job. Uh, going forward. So what does this mean for Hunter Shepard is he's going to have to get a start here at some point. Um, There's going to be a back-to-back or there's going to be a game where, you know, um, that uh, Charlie Lindgren, Chucky's going to need a bit of a break out there. So I'm looking forward to Hunter Shepard's opportunity as well uh, to see what he has in the tank. You know, I know that he's played well down in Hershey. How that is going to translate to the NHL, I guess, remains to be seen. But for Charlie Lindgren to just do what he does best out there, just kind of crazy to save 29 of 31 shots um, and has been undefeated since taking over for Darcy Kemper. And I'm not saying there's a goalie controversy here because I still think that Darcy's one heck of a goalie, but this is, and I'm not a, I told you so person. I really am not, but this is one of the things that I have spoke of with every guest that's been on this show about Darcy Kemper is that, you know, despite the fact that I'm not saying it was his fault that he was injured because it wasn't his fault that he was injured. He was slashed by Tyler Toffoli, 
what is the fact that for whatever reason, he is a bit prone to the injury bug. He has missed over 50 games in his career due to injury. Again, I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying the facts that he has missed a substantial amount of time being on the injured list. And you can add those games to this year as well. Last year, when he took that high stick from the Predators and he had to retrain his eye, even into the Stanley Cup there, some people are just more prone to being injured. See TJ Oshie, see Mike Green if you want to go back a little bit further than that. For whatever reason, certain players are just more prone to being injured. And uh, Darcy Kemper is one of those guys, and it was a bit of a risk, um, you know, to sign him. I ultimately think he's going to come back and play lights out. I'm not trying to even go down that road. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that I am glad that the Capitals did, in fact, go out and pick up Charlie Lindgren. So they have someone that is a good backup. I think that oftentimes you look around the league and the number two, it's number one up here. And number two is way down here. As far as the Capitals are concerned, I'm saying it's Darcy right here and it's Charlie right here. They're right next to each other. It's almost a one and a one, a 1A and a 1B, that kind of situation. So for the Capitals to do that, and it's paying dividends right now because Darcy is missing a substantial amount of time for Charlie, this backup, this unproven commodity to come in here and be undefeated since he took over. That's something that cannot be glossed over. And Capitals fans out there, NHL fans out there, Really let that soak in. That is a big deal. You know, if these players out there are taking the arrows, they're taking the applause too. Um, and in this case, he should be taking the applause because he has been playing lights out since he's been here. And uh, I'm most excited to have him on this team. I look forward to seeing what he can do going forward because it does appear that um, Darcy Kemper is going to be missing some substantial time. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So, Capitals fan, let's get together. Let's get pumped for this team as they continue to do great things. You know, so long ago, and not too long ago, it was doom and gloom, and they're killing it out there. I want you guys to be positive about this. All right, so once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.